Hello, and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, happy Holidays. Happy Winter. It's winter for us as well, and we're going to just slow it down a little bit. We're going to take it easy. We've been making a lot of heroes, and that's very strenuous on the old mind. It turns out creative stuff really takes it out of you. A lot of people don't get that which can be a little bit sucky for, you know, artists and writers and creative types in general. So we're just going to have a little bit of a chat. Mm, this is a chilled out episode where we do not give powers to a name. Not this time, but we discuss the powers that we've given to names, where we've come from and how how we've been doing and sort of get a little, a little not, not so much a wrap up, but just a free talk about how we feel we've been doing and how we feel about the heroes we've made as well. Isn't that right, Jade? Yeah, so we're sitting around a round table mm-hmm. um, in front of, you know, a big screen that's got all the files of all our heroes on display. <laughs> yep, that's and true. And we just, you know, we're, we're all dressed like military generals. We're all in charge of different departments. I am, you know, the uh, uniform department, naturally. Yep, this is very true. Um, and I guess we're just discussing who's the, the cream of the crop, who's, who's done well. Who's failed us? You're going to get <laughs> kicked out. That's, that's going to be a difficult portion of the episode. <laughs> With the good, there is also the bad. But, yes. Jade, you've elected to take lead on this. I guess I have, even though I'm part of the uniform department. It's also been thrust upon you. Yes. <laughs> Much like, like a, a lot of like our heroes. Like a true heroes. hero. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so what I've done is I've come up with a bunch of just basic questions that I thought we could think on and, you know, just think back over the different heroes we've made and pick which ones, you know, we, we think fit into these categories. So um, first question, I think, would be seeing as we give powers to a name, what is the favorite power that we've come up with? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that We've come up with so many weird ones, though. Yeah. Like that, that's a, a brain itcher. We've had a lot of sort of uh, emotional heroes and a lot yeah. of sort of well, heroes that focus on that. Supreme Eyebrow? I was yep. going to say Supreme Eyebrow is my pick for favorite power. Really? Yeah, I, I think it's nice and simple. And we have had a few heroes that mess with like perception and emotions, but hers was kind of the funniest, like just messing with people's literal expression. <laughs> In order to, you know, mess with their mind is quite amusing. Hmm. Yeah. It it has layers on it. You know, there's that initial, like, top layer that's just like, you literally changed the face, but you also changed the mind as well. Yeah. That, and when we came up with it, I didn't fully understand how threading worked. I still her, don't. Her power is, yeah, okay. Well, it's, yeah. uh, we thought eyebrow threading literally meant, like, putting thread through the skin, but I've watched several tutorials now, um, and basically you have two threads and you twist them together and then when you twist them near eyebrow hairs the hairs get twisted into the threads and pulled out from the root yeah so that's what she does (laughs) she goes around plucking hairs in order to shape eyebrows into the Hmm. shape they need to be she was very quick at it yeah i think one of my favorite powers is um, quite a recent hero. Ooh. I think Ulbrick Abbott had a fantastic <laughs> power set. Just best dad. Just literally best dad. And, you know, last few years, being a, a good dad has been a very popular thing. And it just being able to imbue power upon your children. We never really talked about it in the episode, but he lit, he 
blesses his children with like invulnerability and these mm. superhuman uh, capabilities. Mm. And yeah, we never did really touch on that, did we? We kind of just went straight for the armored dad thing. Yeah, thinking about and, it. Yeah, it's just a a nice generous thought when you get to the bottom of it. And of like course, just protecting your children, even though they are your armor and protecting you, <laughs> you're also protecting them. It was like a loop, really. I know. Isn't that great? A family loop. I. And, I want to. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Because I wanted to I jump was, in with mine. I was just going to say that. Also, it's comedic as hell having a man <laughs> covered in children. Mm. Uh, I'm going with Stone and Muller. Oh. <laughs> because that was the first one where we had to Google stuff. Yeah. I think how he managed to kind of pull that out still kind of baffles me. Mm. We we felt around in the dark for the longest time. It, at least it felt like. But it's it's still quite quite a violent sudden change you know yeah when, when it comes down to it it's a very simple power when you think about it mm. i just, just crush remake <laughs> there's there's a purity to it i guess mm. oh. okay so favorite powers supreme eyebrow mm. uh alberic abbott and stone and muller nice mm. um so who do you think was the most heroic this is kind of a complex Ooh. question like who did the the greatest deed, or maybe who sacrificed the most to to save the most? That's it. That's easy. It's episode ten. The Professor Poopy Pants name change agent, <laughs> two thousand. Yeah, Fluffle Bath Biscuit. He he saved the children. <laughs> he saved all the children. Literally, like world peace for children was achieved. I suppose by you're that. right. I mean, who else can, is that heroic? Like Black and Blue Well, not no. terrifically heroic. Um, Sydney Harbour Bridge. I guess they they are trying to bridge the human and natural worlds but you yeah, know i think sydney comes the closest to professor um, poopy pants <laughs> travel express i was gonna say travel express because oh, like yeah. at the end of their story they um what what happened they ended up leaving the the city didn't they they had to break the barrier of yeah, yeah. they pretty much yeah. made tracks around the world and kept it going that yeah. way i think i think it was pretty much like a snowpiercer ending in the end but they had to sacrifice themselves because without electricity they can't sustain themselves or something yeah self-sacrificing yes. very heroic mm. very heroic so falafel bath biscuit and once more that's bath as in throwing up <laughs> not bath <laughs> as in to bathe <laughs> you guys uh, Travel Express and Sydney Harbour Bridge were our most so. heroic. Cool. I think so. Hmm. I like this little award ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can, can uh, we get a good name for this uh, award ceremony? Oh, oh, good question. The burpees. Uh, oh, the burpees. <laughs> the burpees <laughs> sound good. That's quite good. <laughs> okay, next up in the burpees. <laughs> so I was going to say, I'm looking forward to Jay doing all new illustrations for every single one of our no, winners. No. <laughs> There's no. some fancy tuxedos and everything. Uh, <laughs> I'll just have to draw all of them because we're eventually going to cover all of them, aren't we, in this episode? I should uh, suppose. In some form, I guess we will, yeah. Okay, let's let's have the next of the Burpees Awards. Um, mm. Who do you think would have made the best comic series? Oh, Holly Deadline. <laughs> you think so? Mm. I'm saying what everyone's thinking. That that is actually, up there. I wasn't thinking that. What were you thinking? I was thinking Inspector Non-Existent. Oh, mm. We did plan it all out, didn't we? Yeah. That was like, like It was split into really neat, yeah, neat arcs. Just like 
what can he delete next? He, he deletes the pages of the comic itself. Mm-hmm. We did get real meta with that. We didn't really cover any of the finer details of like his um, narrative arc, though. I think we did. Like We approached the big dilemmas of each section, mm. like what to use the power for. We did have a lot of ambition for mm. um, non-existent. Holly Deadline had the clearest story, though, and that would have made mm. a good comic. Clear story, longest podcast episode in <laughs> recorded history. Um, but yeah, I, th- we, I we... think the contrast is that Inspector Non-existent, uh, story-wise and like morality-wise, would be an interesting read. But then Holly Deadline is the more visually interesting. Mm. Yeah, I think so. You got a lot going on with that. A lot of weird mm. superpowers and uh, um. Like chasing the car as well. There's some real cool scenes in there. Well, we had a lot of like splash pages, didn't we? Yeah, mm. yeah. I like the idea of messing with the um, format though with Inspector Non-existent. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, just literally like deleting things from panels and um, getting rid of his own like certain emotions. There's a lot of um, really creative stuff you could have done with that comic. I feel. Hmm. So Holly Deadline, Inspector Non-existent. Anyone else? Ooh. Hmm, maybe like Tuesday Breeze could have made quite a good comic. Like mm. again, there was we 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 laid out a fair few plot points and having a nice sort of um, nice Sailor Moon esque team would allow for a lot of branching off and a lot of side stories and potential spin offs as well. If we're looking, you think at that would have a... been villain of the week then for that one? I think I think so, but. Out every Venom of the Week story eventually grows uh, beyond that and you get your, your various arcs. And I well, think there's there's a lot of potential. That comes into my potential, actually. I've already mentioned them once, but I think a combination of Stone and Muller and Bleached Ruby could have made for a good comic. Oh. Yes. Mm. The interweaving. Yeah. It'll probably come up again because I think I might mention Bleached Ruby a bit later. Mm. But I think there's a lot of potential there, especially with the Bleached Ruby plot line. Yeah. Because that did a lot for Stone and Muller in terms of their arcs and stuff. Yeah, yeah it really changed it. It was a good mm. kind of follow-up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or expansion almost. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, fuck, I've forgotten who we said first. Oh yeah, Inspector Non-Existent, Holly Deadline, and we'll say a combo of yeah. Stone and Muller and Bleach Ruby. Mm. Go on. Okay. Um, next up in the burpees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which hero would you date? Oh. Or Jesus. should we should we do the the fun old game of uh, fuck marry kill or something like that? How does it go? <laughs> Nothing. That's right. I would. <laughs> I would marry Cleopatra Parfait. Mm-hmm. I would fuck make beautiful sex with um, Supreme Eyebrow because you guaranteed <laughs> a good time with her. Just be all like, I'll oh, just make it so I remember being like blown away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. W- <laughs> And I would most certainly not kill any of our heroes. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Hmm. It doesn't have to be the heroes. You could kill one of the villains. Um, get out all the horrible parents from Fluffle Buff Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining your kids' lives. <laughs> How's that? Hmm. I would also pick Cleopatra Parfait to date. I'm not sure whether for fucking or marrying, but I think uh, someone who can uh, show me love and give me possibly aphrodisiac desserts constantly that sounds great <laughs> it's the best of both worlds she'll do like the whole like whipped cream on the on the 
on breast the tits. thing. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, I didn't think of that. Mm. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm just settling down with a nice, long, um, drawn-out relationship with her. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> Dang On the it. side, sorry. She's with me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hmm. I've thought about this a lot now that you've mentioned it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with, fuck, black and blue world. <laughs> <laughs> that person is literally made out of sex toys. I Why think didn't that, I think of that? <laughs> I'd be totally remiss to not do it. Um, marry stratosphere hydrosphere. Oh, uh, I'm not sure why. Could could you handle her? <sighs> I don't know. She's a supervillain. Kind of though. Hmm. And I would kill Enamel because fuck lobster teeth in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Now now I'm questioning. Maybe. Hmm. I've got like a whole um. Oh, I was about to say spoilers then for a, a certain film that came out recently. Yeah, whoops, don't. <laughs> Shit. Um, yes, you're absolutely right. I would also kill Enamel. now that you mention it. As much as man. I'm proud of that creation, it is also much like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> it is my worst creation. <laughs> hmm, I, I think I'd kill Serena Windwalker, even though she's a hero. <gasps> Just because I think she suffered too much. And at the end of her story, we kind of set her off on this vague existential crisis so i think i need to end her p- suffering put her out of her misery yeah oh pretty my much <laughs> give her the big slaw serena yeah as for mary um hmm maybe tuesday in the breezes or all of them come on yeah albrick abbott well yeah albrick would make a good choice but see i'm not much of a, ch- a, a kid person oh the kids are part of the deal yeah all, all a hundred of them yes oh man Unless he takes full responsibility for the kids. And I just like, I'm I'm the cool aunt, even though I'm also the mom. So I only hang out with them for sort of a couple of hours. And then... Well, that's the thing. You've got to get on with the kids as well. Because yeah. like, if you have a bad relationship with the kids, then they're not going to um, perform as well as armor. He just you just know. picture him like kneeling, kneeling on one knee, uh, box outstretched. He opens <laughs> the lid and just behind him are all of his kids. Oh. Just staring oh. in, in oh. wait, and, and I'm just like, can I think about it? <laughs> God, I, I, I want to marry Ulbrich Abbott now. <laughs> he's 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 a catch. He is. Oh. Will you marry him then? I'm sticking with Tuesday and the Breezes. Do you know what? I, I actually will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They'll, they'll take bit. care of me. He'll take care of you. Good. We're sorted. Got a little bit of a trade-off going off here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hmm. Uh, see, there's a question I'm saving for last because I know instantly who you're all going to say. Um, so I'm going to leave that. Um, how about who was the best villain? Enamel. Enamel. Yeah, I thought Enamel the- as well. That was easy. <laughs> well, we we came up with okay. a very few, uh, a small number of villains. Um, off the top of my head, I can remember, what's it? Tom Tom Cruise? Oh, Tom, Tom Cruise. You, you, can't, oh, Tom- you can't say it the other way around, Dean. Sorry. We, we've Tom got the... Uh, Cruise. NDA about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the falling piranha bounce villain, mm. um, and he was a a right dick. Mm. He was just just like messing around with um par- piranha bounce's entire entire life, mm. his daughter's life. It's pretty bad. Um, we also did do um stratosphere hydrosphere. Mm. Sort of, they were m- almost almost like an anti villain of sorts. Yeah, you know, I thought so. There's a little bit more motivation behind it. I would also like to give a shout out to the supreme eyebrow villains we had i don't remember who oh. you are but i, I know you were good 
Oh, yeah, there was the hairdresser oh, yeah. with the bowl cut. But I remember we I went, think... oh, there was a scout leader. Oh, yes, the scout leader. Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name, but it was great. <sighs> there was like, I think there was a man with a motorcycle helmet as well. That He just had a motorcycle helmet, so you couldn't get out the eyebrows. Hmm. Oh, there was the beekeeper. The beekeeper. Yes. Yeah. I kind of like the beekeeper actually. I like um the villain from Sharp and Blunt, Mm. aka the president. president. (laughs) God, like they did some despicable shit. Yeah. Man. Oh, there's the conductor as well from Iridium Cherry Blossom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can't forget about the lost villain from The Remains of Fierce Red. Oh. The uh, werewolf leader. Who's that? They old, cool. like ancient claw. Yeah, that's the one. My favorite villain is, um, oh, there was um white moose as well from the black and blue world. Yeah. Oh, we we came with a fair few, didn't we? Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Remember the the um baby boomers from Baby Stoppy Montoya. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a little on the nose, but sometimes you need to. <laughs> Hit the anvil quite hard, if yeah. you know what I mean. And then there was, I think, possibly one of our first, like, anti-heroes was the... Oh, I can't remember her name, but she used fire. Oh. And she went up against the McF- uh, McFly in the New Wave thrillers. Asexual... Abby. That's it. <laughs> was that literally her name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, my favorite villain is Asexual Abby, um, but... An, anim- an animal gets a shout out because he's a fucking um, monster from the depths. Yeah, I think we can all agree an animal was the best one. Hmm. I mean, that illustration. Oh. Not to toot my own horn, oh, but that actually, was horror. No, no my favourite villain are the sisters from Serena Windwalker because I, I got to be one in the illustration. Because <laughs> they were based I've- off us. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. I was I was hoping that you two hadn't forgot about them, but I was hesitant to mm. bring them up. <laughs> there you go, Jade. Also, didn't we have? I seem to remember. Did we actually think of villains for the Spirit Purity Silver? We had all those hipsters with cocktail base names. Yeah, there was um rival bar owners and things, mm. but I think the the ones I remember most was um her teammates, not her villains. Yeah, yeah cl- club soda and whatnot. Mm. Right. What is next? Well, that maybe we should discuss the question I've been avoiding asking then, because Whoa. you've raised the question of sidekicks, and uh, I wonder, aside <laughs> from sidetrack, oh bugger, who is your favourite sidekick? <laughs> I was about to say who's your favourite <laughs> sidetrack. It's sidetrack. Is there is there a sidetrack question coming? I know it's going to be there soon. The sidekick question is the sidetrack question, ah. but I figure he just you know he wins by default, so we should discuss some of the other sidekicks. I think before we get to sidekicks. Can can we discuss our favourite sidetrack cameo? I was going to say. Okay, whoa, whoa. Let's discuss sidekicks. That that will be the last thing we discuss then. Sidetrack cameos. Okay. okay. My my right. favourite uh, sidekick is Tip Top Tammy. Yes. <laughs> with, yes. Her, with her uh, ridiculous forearms. <laughs> like, without a doubt. A- again, another superb illustration moment from Jade. Thank you very much. Just she, she looked absolutely perfect in that. <laughs> Even like as as small and as uh, I imagine quickly as she was drawn, she was perfectly rendered. She she just leaked out of my pen. She I didn't even have to think about her. She just sprang to life. She was great. Um, big shout outs to um, Moffs Landon oh, and Pagefrog yes. in uh, episode three. Yeah, they were great. Beautiful um, children. I quite like the rest of the new wave thrillers. Mm. <laughs> Like 
what were it like one of them could use big waves one of them could fire sort of little finger gun water spouts one of them had the power of puddles yes one of them was just <laughs> puddle controller <laughs> That was great. Not forgetting Lapetus himself from Colossal Lapetus. Mm. Yes. I suppose technically that was partly like a side a kick, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 He he was fun. Just like, I just want to be big, strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw them both motivation. as the hero, but I guess you could also see him as the sidekick. Because mm. he's not really so. on full view all the time. Because he's like, he's inside Colossal. Mm. He's inside Colossal. Yes. <laughs> In in all the ways you're picturing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're approached by a big wrestler like that after watching him for so long on TV, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna feel something. Heck yeah! All right. Hmm. Any more questions, Jade? I'm I'm enjoying oh, this. Oh, I, I have plenty. Um, oh, good. Let's see. So we we talked about who would make the best comic series. Who do you think would make the best movie? Oh, ooh, ooh. let me just get into my movie executive brain. Well, for me, while you think of yours, I thought Falling Piranha Bounce would make the best movie purely because it has, you know, the the famous actor Com Trues in it. Mm, that's already. very true. Well, it's an easy cast. I would want to say that Falling Piranha Bounce would make the best kind of TV series. Oh, maybe. Hmm. The best Netflix series. Mm. <laughs> But I might just be thinking about a certain other kind of anthropomorphic uh, animal show. <laughs> There's an audience there. Yeah. There's an established audience. Yes. Ooh. See, maybe with some editing, Stratosphere Hydrosphere's story could fit nicely mm. into a two-hour film. Oh, yeah. You got like yourself an intro where she goes up into space and learns to love the planet. You got your middle bit where she builds up her business. And then the end bit where she fights off against um, Max Millionaire, whatever his name was. Moneybags, that's oh, it. Yeah. Moneybags. In Vegas, no less. Mm. I can't, I, for some reason, I thought of Charlie Sheen when I thought of Moneybags. Yeah, I don't a, know why. Again, again, a good cast. Ooh. And then for... Ooh, well, um, ca- can we quickly kind of pop onto that, maybe? Like, oh. are, there any, are there any actors that you think would suit our uh, heroes quite well? Oh, that's a good one. Who, mm. Who's um, Hit Girl? Chloe Grace Moretz? Maybe. I've, I've not seen her, like any images of her recently, but she might make a good Holly Deadline. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, hmm. However, I did picture Holly Deadline as being very tall. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I just didn't know how, how tall and lanky small. she was. Um, what well, about... I would have maybe thought of Holly Deadline as Juno's friend. I think she was also in the Dread movie. Oh, dang. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Like, like, Age her back down to maybe like just before Juno level. Yeah, yeah. But I think that could work. Mm. Um, I... Laverne Cox as Cleopatra Parfait. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I was thinking of Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, Oh, yes. yeah. Going for that kinky boots. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Um, Matt Damon as Black and Blue Well. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, that like face. Only if he can get punched in the face. Oh, naturally. He's going to be punched black and blue. Nice. Hey. Hmm. Wesley Snipes as uh, Albrecht Abbott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, now, now now, we've got to the, the, the core of this episode. Welcome to our New Year's episode where we just give actors to all of our children. How about Judy Dench as Spirit Purity Silver? Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> That's all right. Or I did actually notice, Jade, that you put uh, Iridium Cherry Blossom as quite elderly. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. So maybe she, so maybe she could work what, as that. Hmm. Either or. Um. Ooh. I'm trying to think of someone quite young to be Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh, that. Mm, that kid that was in um, Bates Motel, although he's older now, but back when he was a kid, like he would be hmm. good. Oh, what? Like a? Is it Freddie Highmore? Yeah. The kid that from who never seems to age. He was in James and the Giant Peach. Is that the same kid? No. No. I know he never well, ages. <laughs> he was in um, Finding Neverland and stuff like that. Mm. Shall we? Shall we chug along from mm? this? Because we 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 will get stuck <laughs> in this bog forever. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, so hold yeah, on. We were, talk- we were talking about best movie. Go on. Who, who was? Who would you have playing Colossal Lepidus? I was thinking of that. See, I was going to ask who who do you think because I don't know much about wrestling. Okay. Um, Colossal Lapitus. Because we did kind of just... base their costume off various wrestlers, didn't we? Mm. He's got sort of that like Randy Savage look, um, but there's not really a lot of Randy Savage types. Not so not so many like older, beefier guys. Mm. Um, maybe someone like AJ Styles or um, actually AJ might be quite good for it because he's 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 big, but he's not like ridiculous. He's not like a Brock Lesnar type. See, I wondered maybe like. I feel like Terry Crews would be really great for hmm. like all that internal arguing with yourself. Oh yeah, he's got charisma. He's he's got like that that shout, hasn't he? Hmm. Who would you cast The Rock to play? Because if we're going, if we're going to make it big in Hollywood, we'd have to cast The Rock. Hmm. I reckon Rock... Yeah, but it's got to look like Comet Crews, doesn't it? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> no, who said, like having... I'm sorry. What? Who? Who? Does Com Trues look like oh. our fictional character that's not based on anyone? <laughs> I was going to say, otherwise, this will end up like an Arnie and Danny DeVito twins kind of situation <laughs> where we've got a certain Com Trues type playing against the rock. Oh, boy. All right. What's oh, next, also, Jim? also, um, Fierce Red would be played by mm-hmm. who played Michael J. Fox. Oh, of course. Ooh. Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm surprised Teen we didn't Wolf. think of that for uh, McFly. <laughs> well, <laughs> mm. two on the nose. I didn't want other to be other obvious. than the Teen Wolf person. <laughs> All right, yeah. So back to the other question, which oh, was yeah. best best movie. Uh, Bath Biscuit, solid mm. kids um, movie. F- Sharp and Blunt. Ooh. Oh, Sharp and Blunt, yeah, because it oh, was like... very kind of Mad Max, wasn't it? Mm. You got your twist. You've got your 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 perfect setting. You've got your uh, duo uh, dynamic there. It's a easy sell for Hollywood. I think um, maybe sloth pasta, selfish macaroon, and mm-hmm. indecisive chili would make a good TV series. Mm. Good animated show, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get um, Bruce Tim on the line. Mm. Mm, nah. Nah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe ditch that guy. Mm. In fact, let's not consider anyone over 50. How about that? <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. What else you got for us? Come on. What else you got? I've got two questions left um i think this this will be a good one what what do you think was the funniest episode like or which did you have the most fun recording see that is tough because we're looking i'm looking through the list of episodes and there are some bangers Mm. there are some slappers at least uh in my mind i really liked doing tuesday breeze because um uh we'd hit a little bit of a uh a slump i guess you call it and then Tuesday came along and just fucking refreshed reinvigorated us. us. Yeah, cleaned us up. That that was also the first episode where my microphone worked properly. Oh yeah. So that would, that was a 
that also got us off to like a good start, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but like Fierce Red was... Yeah, I was going to say Fierce Red. Like, it's such a shame we lost that episode because I had so, so sorry, much listeners. fun. I so want Lucy to come back on because she has a gift for this. <laughs> We'll, we'll come up with another dog-based uh, generator. No, we yeah, can't, we I can't, think no, so. We can't do jog, dog generators. We've been Why not? Th- uh, for all of our listeners out there, so far, Bitten by Radioactive podcast has lost two episodes. Oh, shit, I forgot. Um, out of those two How episodes... How could I forget? Both of those have, have had dog-based heroes. You're right. Uh, naturally, you've heard the remains of Fierce Red all about our werewolf. But we also had one episode uh, where we had... It was a really odd generator, so I can't remember the name. But it basically came up with a character called Snoopy Charterhouse. I miss him. <laughs> who was a detective who was a dog. Yeah. Like a film noir dog dete- detective yeah. who could sniff Who crime. had a superintendent who regularly changed animal features. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Okay. Well, didn't, well, didn't no one else notice, and he was the only one. Yeah. And he was, like, sniffing out crime <laughs> and at the same time trying to expose his boss. Yeah. But basically, two episodes lost, both contain dogs. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Fuck, no. <laughs> so All I don't right. think we can have dogs anymore. But Furnace... I love dogs. I mean, d- despite that, obviously, I mean, still, the amount of episodes that we have featuring a certain dog. That's true. So they're always bound to be sidekicks. Yes, the, the rest of my... But they can't my... be main characters. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of our lineup are blessed by the presence of one particular dog, so that's fine. Speaking um, of being blessed, yes, I think we all had a lot of fun with Hannah Berry when she came on yes. to create Cleopatra Parfait. Like she was a a whirlwind. The only person who can match me for sheer volume of chatter. <laughs> it's always nice to have a sparring partner. If you're listening, Hannah, it was fun, real fun. I suppose that's kind of telling. Then we we had the most fun when we kind of got an extra voice to change things mm, up mm. or it, I, I will say holly deadline was one of my favorites oh yeah yeah that, that was, that one was of the where funniest. we finally kicked that was one off of the fun ones yeah yeah absolutely it, it was a good generator like it was the first time we had one of those um like personal characteristic generators and we just kind mm. of just took it for a walk if you'll forgive the pun mm. oh that was fun are there any heroes that you think deserve another chance like, you'd like to kind of go back and redo parts of their story to improve hmm. them or something? Hmm. Like, I think Spirit Purity Silver hmm. sort of springs to mind immediately when you ask that question. Yeah. Um, that, that was our first challenging name. Yeah. and Which is saying something considering it was Travel Express beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We had, like, this RV name generated that had the potential for, well, Travel Express. And we created this magical post-apocalyptic train um, floating hologram, but like the the fantasy name generator was um, uh, shockingly uninspiring, I guess. Um, yeah. And we we I think we did a good job in the end, but it we it didn't get to the heights that we might have liked from it. And of course, because we came up with like the the, the crowning um, idea quite late into the episode as well, we couldn't really develop on that and. Yeah, we, we were podcasting noobs back in those days. <laughs> and we, we didn't come up with the grand idea of, oh, I don't know, recording it out and then editing it down like a couple of dumbasses. <laughs> I think that's the problem with a couple of episodes like, say, Iridium Cherry Blossom. We didn't think of the full idea until mm. about, what, half an hour in. Mm. That's the trouble. But that's the creative process, though. Like, yeah, you don't always hit on the, the gold mine straight away. You have to dig quite a bit. 
Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind going back to s- the random landmark generator. I feel That's... as though there, there's something in there. Yeah. I mean, if it we're talking more about... more development. If we're talking about, like, generators themselves we'd go back to, then there's oh. there's quite a few. There's... So is, I would, this, is this for better or for worse? No, no, this is for better, definitely. The Doomfist method was a thing of beauty, yeah. in my opinion. For sure. Like, just the the idea of, like, good or bad thing, and then body part. So much gold in that, I yet think, yeah. to be dug out. That one, martial arts attack generator, I feel. I mean, we, we oh. got onto a doozy with falling piranha bounce. But like, yeah. there's some good stuff to be mined in there. I See, I, I'd like to do more questionnaires. Like, I really liked the car name questionnaire. But <laughs> I would go back to baby stopping Montoya to improve her. Because her main problem was that she fought the villains in a very indirect way. And I'd like mm. to see a more direct confrontation from our hero. Yeah, she had quite a, a, a packed story. Yeah. Like she, there was a lot going on with her. But I, 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 like, I like Babby. I like uh, Montoya. <laughs> She was she was real interesting. It was, it was that was also the most fun I've ever had trying to decipher a questionnaire. Yeah, <laughs> there, there were a lot of grammatical errors in that. It was it was such a good questionnaire. It was our first as well. So mm. okay, um, the last question I have is your well, this is your chance to you know put, put a load of flattery on your favorite illustrator. Who, who was your favorite hero illustration? I really really liked. Falafel bar, uh, bar yep. biscuit. There was far um, too much going on in that that made it so impressive. Really captured the spirit of the hero. You did it traditionally as well, and like the 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 palette and the way that the colors came out. Um, really, just not to use a shit term, but really it like popped. It looked mm. really nice and saturated. Um, it was just a really nice piece of Jade Sarson art. Oh, which will live long after this uh podcast has been done and dusted. <laughs> See, the funny thing about that one was I wanted to get back into drawing the heroes traditionally for a while, mm. but I I only had these really crappy kid watercolors. So mm. that is the first one I did as a watercolor, and I was really worried because the colors weren't very um, strong, and for a rainbow hero, I yeah. needed them to be. So I had to really kind of fight with these tools, but... Um, yeah, I ended up buying some really nice watercolors afterwards, and then mm-hmm. obviously Cleopatra benefited from that greatly. I th- yeah, she looked real, real vibrant as well. Mm. Uh, See, my favorite was really simple. It was a Inspector Non-Existence one. Really, it's very abstract. I just thought, yeah, well, it it got. I think I was aiming to get across the simplicity of the power really clearly. Mm. Like with some of the hero drawings, I've just kind of done them as you know them posing with their powers or whatever but non-existent kind of struck a chord with me in that it was such a basic power but with huge ramifications yeah so i wanted to draw that it was, it was like um definitely more illustrative of your uh character drawings mm. uh i quite like um bleached ruby that looked quite oh yeah dynamic kind of like a movie mm. poster yeah mm. and of course like with the pink ink as well mm. Mm. i know how Aww. much you love that pink ink jade Yes, cool. Thanks, guys. I feel my <laughs> ego swell. I was going to say that this entire episode is basically us patting ourselves on the back anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well. I mean, why not? <laughs> what well, was your favourite Dean moment in uh, <laughs> the last six oh, months? Christ. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at the episodes. What have we got? Oh, oh coming up dry. <laughs> coming up dry. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> 
All right, shall, shall we go to the big one? Last award in the burpees. Your top three heroes of, well, I was going to say all time, but so far. <laughs> of 2017. Of 2017, yes. Jade, as host, I feel you should go first. Okay. Well, um, all three of mine have been mentioned, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is Bleached Ruby. Nice. Yes. Because I felt it was really great to have a hero that calls out so-called other heroes. Like, she started off as a villain. I have to admit, Bleach Ruby is also on my list. Um, uh, Bleach Ruby is also on my list. <laughs> nice. Also, I misgendered uh, them for a second there. I forgot they were NB. Mm. Um, apologies. But, yeah, I just like how Bleach Ruby uh, managed to challenge one of our heroes, essentially, and sort of yeah. sort of examine them. And to come up with something like that, uh, like, on the fly, like, that that was ridiculous. Um, mm. I believe that was uh, your doing, Jade, as well. Yes, it was. So, <laughs> GG. A, a great Cheers. Jade moment. Yeah, but I, I really liked kind of um, them wanting to save other villains as well. Like, they mm. were just all about putting things right, which I felt... You know, it wasn't about them getting the glory for things. It was about calling out other people on their bullshit. Helping individuals. Yes, individuals. And also having people reassess what they think is right. Because, like, if you hadn't listened to that episode, it goes quite a ways back to Stone and Muller's episode and questions whether the power to crush and then reform a person into a good person is fundamentally morally wrong. Hmm. I mean, like, just with one superhero, we, like, ask all these big questions about another one. And yeah. by God, isn't that what comics is all about? Yeah. And they also went through this huge growth themselves because they went mm. from being a thief of, what was it, like, um, it was, rubies? And... I was going to say it was, like, jewels and then, then something to do with just, like, stealing blood and medical supplies, I think, in the end. Yeah, medical yeah. supplies. And then mm. they become a psychiatrist in a prison and organize this whole breakout. It was great. It was, it was cool, yeah. Um, like not not the typical hero route either. Yeah. So my second one, and I'm sad that you mentioned wanting to go back to this one, but in a way that's that's good too because it means that they can be expanded upon. Sydney Harbour Bridge. Mm. Yeah, I like Sydney. Because I, I, I really liked, I mean, you know, if you listen to it, you know I liked the, the romantic undertones. <laughs> um, well in for that. Oh, yeah. But... I mean, you probably got that from the illustration as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Put a lo- lot of love into that statue. But the point is that Sydney is a hero that doesn't fight with violence, doesn't fight with big, grand gestures. They fight by using communication, which I thought was really cool. Mm. And fighting for like environmental reasons as well, but also challenging nature as well. Yeah, they were like a middle person. The mediator, the the, yeah. the bridge. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, and also visually, that would be a really fun one to illustrate. So that speaks to me. <laughs> and then lastly, you can probably... Actually, this would be a fun one. Guess my last favorite. I, I want to I say Holly, but I don't think it is. Nope. Is it Cleopatra? Nope. Is it Falafel? No, wow, geez. It's Colossal Lapetus. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh. I know, and I, that's probably surprising because he's a wrestler, but I love the idea of these these two fundamentally different people in one body, kind of like Firestorm from The Flash yeah, it, or whatever. Yeah, it pretty much is just Firestorm. but Yeah, but in, in a wrestler body. Brain brains and brawn, yeah. <laughs> and like the contrast of brawn with magic as well. 
and like the we we didn't really go too much into it but like all of their villains would have been their fellow wrestlers who went from mm. thinking they were actors in a wrestling show to actually thinking their wrestling personalities were their real evil personalities i didn't peg you as a colossal aptus um fan i know i know they had quite a strained birth shall we say when we're mm. like coming up with them yeah but i'm i'm happy i'm very happy that they managed to strike uh, strike a chord with you yeah they i i grew to love them the best way to i think to describe colossal lapitus is there's do you remember that those team thor shorts they had yes and before <laughs> yeah. thor ragnarok and yeah, yeah. thor was mentioning about how the brain is a muscle and he has loads of muscles so he must be really smart <laughs> I feel as though that's Colossal Lapidus kind of summed that up. That is, yes. <laughs> oh, Josh. Yep. Give me, give me your bronze, silver, and gold. Okay. What? No, that's not how we're doing it, because mine no. aren't bronze, silver, and gold. Oh, give me your gold, gold, and gold. That's it. Okay, well, um, Bleached Ruby was going to be on mine, but for the sake of good radio, I'm going to remove Bleached Ruby from it just for so we don't have to keep on crossing the same path fair mm-hmm. enough um so i'm going with tuesday breeze and the breezes ah uh, awesome. they were great um just because that was such a was a fun episode and i loved the idea of these stupid powers they had to do with <laughs> yeah. lavender and sandalwood cool don't forget cool breeze yes of course very, <laughs> it was very hammy there is also the Inspirobot enamel. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. See, I had a feeling you wouldn't pick enamel just because really? they were so terrifying. I think it's but enamel mm. had such an interesting birth though because the it was the only I believe the only generator we've had where it didn't come up with a straight name. That's mm. true. Yeah, it came up with like a, a, a an ethos. And I would really like to revisit the Inspirobot again because <laughs> I feel that there's a lot of stuff to be mined from that generator. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, fucking. Now, my other one. Oh yeah, we should guess for your last one. Mm. Hmm. It's got to be Harley. Yeah, surely ah, it's Harley. This is what you think. Oh uh, no. And two minutes before I said this, I was thinking Holly. <laughs> but part of me wants to say our good friends at the biggest floor and favourite food. Sloth pasta, selfish macaroon and incisive <laughs> chilli. <laughs> you just like them because they're so shit. Y- yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I think for, the, for, the, the, uh, for the benefit of the audience... One of Josh's favorite books is um oh what's that Justice League one? Uh, oh, uh, Justice League International, formerly known as the Justice League. I can't believe it's yeah. not the Justice League. And <laughs> I suppose Doom Patrol could also probably fit in some kind of this. Yeah, um, it's it's a Josh perfect storm. I think from the moment that we thought of Sloth Pasta as some kind of pasta-based Mister Fantastic, was the moment <laughs> I thought, ah, oh, we have. Struck but he moves really here. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there it is. I think That's how you know the, heroes hit a good point. Just the fact that they can still make us laugh is yeah. just uh, a testament to their strength as characters. Yeah. I, I do think Holly could be one of my favourite episodes altogether. But in terms of favourite heroes and everything, I kind of feel like Holly has a special place. Yeah, I think Holly's pretty high up there. Like Holly's almost like a free space on a bingo sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's she's always there. Yeah. Um. Okay. That just leaves you, Dean. So, again, I had Bleach Ruby as well. Oh, which cool. I, I imagine that means Bleach Ruby is the greatest episode. Yeah, um, MVP. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Ruby. Winner of the Burpees 2017. Mm-hmm. But I'll sort of shift my list to accommodate, much like Josh has. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites was 
Travel Express. Mm. Mm. Like, I remember sort of bawling about it as we were making them. Again, podcasting new, but just the 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 mangerishness of it all was a real a real struck a real chord with me. Just how uh, it's very Gynax in its um in its presentation about how you've got this post apocalyptic city and you have this one spark of inspiration of optimism for this uh, destroyed world and then it just gets bigger and bigger in scale until you've got like this giant train mech and you've got like the 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 human counterparts helping them on their journey. They're good friends. It, it it screams. We were talking about like making movies. Like maybe Travel Express could be like a real like '90s anime movie kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, like I'd been trying to put my finger on what Travel Express felt like, and Gynax that really does sum mm. it up quite well. Actually, I hadn't mm. thought of that, but yeah, just the way they connect the whole world with train tracks. Like yeah, um, that that was a huge deal to old Demon Knight. Hmm. Another one of my favorites is Baby Stoppy Montoya. <laughs> of course. Just uh, to be blunt, the Mega Man-ishness of it all was <laughs> a huge draw. Just like you had this perfect villain of the week setup. You had like the potential for a cool future 50s style aesthetic with um, Baby constantly creating uh, stuff from the future that she's foreseeing. Her being underground and hipsterish as well, just... There's a lot of humor to be had there. There's a lot of like charm and just fighting against the establishment, which are all 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 good things for Dean. These are mm. things Dean likes, and of course she was very well drawn as well. I didn't I didn't give you enough credit for her uh, her character Illo. Oh, that was she, one she... of the ones I was least proud of, to be honest, because I only really left a little room to draw the villains, and they were like the big draw of her story. <laughs> the baby boomers. Yeah. And lastly, oh yes, we need to guess. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be blunt. It's been mentioned before. Supreme eyebrow. Well, no. now you see. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was gonna mention it anyway. Did you know that we've mentioned every single hero on our list today except for one? Who? Our first hero. Green, Green hyena. hyena. We haven't mentioned Green Hyena once in this episode. I think we've... we're all very weirdly tiptoey around Green Hyena. She was our first hero, yeah. and we were new at this, and we were concentrating on sort of a lot of the. The wrong details, I think. Well, when we talk about her, I always get the impression that you don't like her, Dean, but I'm <laughs> still happy with her. In terms of the basics, she mm. had an interesting personality. She had a great power. Great mm. power, yes. And, like, my illustration would, of her was okay. Also, Dean just noticed today, as I was taking a look back over the illustrations to pick my favorite, mm -hmm. he only just today figured out that her hair formed the shape of hyena ears. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a long time since I, I've seen it. I think the the one of the reasons why I'm a little bit um like you mentioned tiptoe is just because it's like a first episode thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um mm. as as the editor on that episode, I wasn't too pleased with the results by it. To to get into the nitty gritty. She's important though. We should still be proud of our first child. Let's give mm. an official shout out to our girl, our progenitor girl, Green Hyena. The last Lily hero. Lipstick. Oh. Beautiful so child. we still haven't guessed oh, your yeah, sorry. last one. Yeah, is hmm. it's pretty obvious. Is it Holly? It's Holly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Holly deadline for the next fifteen minutes. All right. <laughs> um, I knew we were onto a winner from the moment that we moved frogs into page frogs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I knew we were onto a winner when you said moths land on my face. <laughs> I was, was like, this is going to be a good episode. That was the exact moment. 
Yeah. And like we had the whole again, it's it's sort of that anime thing of like the high school and and the destiny aspects. Mm. The potential love triangle and the rhombus. radioactive speed car. <sighs> yeah. All classics. So so I, many I think it was just the the time that we our nut was cracked and we sort of bloomed as um creative individuals in this podcast format. It's because we started getting more absurd and we were like, oh, we can get silly with this. It's like, wait a minute, we, it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to make sort of like sense in reality. Let's just fucking go book wild with this. Mm-hmm. And you had like this great pair of villains as well that was tied to the hero in a mm. nice way. We had a lot like, of nice moments in there. It was just a superb episode, a little long, but a, a an important episode for us as a podcast. Yes, because it gave birth... To our favourite hero. Yes. Which is, it's interesting real that favorite. Your, your favourite episode, Dean, is the one with your least favourite creation. Yeah, sidetrack. Oh, sidetrack. Winner of the BBRP Burpees 2017 Sidetrack Award <laughs> is Sidetrack. Let's all give a round of applause for Sidetrack. Yeah, good, good, good boy, Sidetrack. Uh, uh, quickly, best Sidetrack cameo. Be- oh, best yeah. way that I've managed to shoehorn uh, Sidetrack back in. Uh, skating around on uh, soap bars in the breezes. That was very good. In Venosia Grants, where he has Swiss rolls for feet. Uh, running around the world with Travel Express. Um, when he was a DJ in The Remains of Fierce Red. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Oh, the... leading the motorcade with Sharp and Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was just the house dog for Albrecht Abbott. Yeah, I was thinking yep. that. Uh, Spirit Purity Silver had... There was the kind of like episodes three to like six. Each one had somehow trying to plant a sidetrack seed. We had oh yeah, Ducky from episode six yeah. was best friends with sidetrack. Yep, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Dean, you, you still aren't convinced. But I'm pretty sure I gave Spirit Purity Silver a cat. I think he did. I I can't remember. We recorded that in like what August. <laughs> mm, we've I come so even, far. It's even before that, I think. Yeah, it's way before that. Oh. Listen, we've come so far as a podcast and the, these are a selection of our fun memories and notes and musings on our heroes. And we've talked about them for much longer than we anticipated. Oh my <laughs> this was going to be a 20 minute episode and now this could actually be rivaling uh, Holly Deadline. Holly Deadline. <laughs> because I want to ask one more question and it'll oh, round shit. it off. As we enter 2018, what do you want to see? In terms of heroes, is there a oh. wish? Is there like a checklist of things that you would like to see? Oh, ho, ho. just I want to get crazy. I think the last um, like three or four episodes have proven that we should just get well creative and um, cur- just weird about our superheroes. I mean, yeah. when you think about superheroes, they're not they are weird. I mean, this guy from a planet that was exploding crash landed on Earth and was raised by like Kansas people. Man, a man. It's, it's, it's the Kansas died? people that is the weirdest bit, isn't it, for you? Yeah, he's an alien. <laughs> you should just fuck that off. A man had his parents killed, and now he dresses like a bat. What? You know, we should. I think we should feel free. Mm. I think that's that's what I want. I want more free, open possibilities for our heroes. I think mm-hmm. we we touched on similar things with Albrecht Abbott when we got to like School Run. Yeah. And the and the yeah. Candyman villain. Mm. Yeah, I want I want more I want more of that. Absurdity I, I, then. Yeah, I've been a little bit allergic to Silver Age comics for the longest time. You have, haven't you? Now you're, yeah. you're now you've got to embrace them. M- I much think it's like just... for all this time you've been very much like arm fall off boy. 
in that every time that someone's tried to hug you, your arm has fallen off and you've managed to get free. <laughs> I think it's just this year and what it's done to me, you know? <laughs> well, for me, I think I have two resolutions. Go on. So the first one is um, you mentioned seeing a certain movie recently. Mm-hmm. And I, I have certain feelings after seeing a certain movie recently that um, I just want to write a really good hero romance. Oh, uh, yes. Like, because so, I'm a sucker for it. And I've touched on it in a couple of episodes, like Sydney Harbour Bridge and New Wave Thrillers. But like a good, tragic hero romance that's not just touched on, that we actually go into real detail on, I'd love to do. Well, Valentine's Day is coming. Oh, that's true. Ooh. Mm. And um, my second resolution is it's something that I've been complaining more and more about in our hero creation process. But quite often we've made heroes that while at times I admire them for doing things like just fighting through words and whatnot, I think we need to make some more heroes that fight directly against evil. Mm. Okay. You know? Getting back to the, the, the nuts and bolts of things. Yeah, you know, punching Nazis in the face, that kind of thing. It's going to be ever more important as we go into this year of 2018. Yes. Well, actually, that being said, even though we're recording this pre-2018, I think, if all goes well, this should be released on January 1st. Mm. In which case, it's now 2018. Yes. So, happy New Year. So, Happy New Year. And I suppose, technically, we should now begin making crazy heroes. Yes. We have to right now. Um, right now. Let's, let's make a crazy hero. <laughs> his name. His name is um, Dead Plant, and his superpower is that um, whenever. I'm he sorry. Did you just come up with that because you looked to your left and <laughs> saw your very dead house plant? His name is Dead Plant, and his superpower. And, and now is look that to your right, and you'll find your uh, other superpower. Disappointed girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Listen. Um, I think we're going to call it there. Wait, no. Josh hasn't said his resolution. Oh, yes. Josh. Um, another ice villain. <laughs> somehow. Sure. I don't know how. Going back to the Inspiro bot. Yes. And well, finally is actually completing a dog episode. I, I agree. That's a tall dream. <laughs> a tall dream. No, we mm. will have several backups going at the same time, like just to save the dog episode. Well, now we'll call it. Mm. I believe. Uh, listen, um, I'm just going to say this real quick. You can leave us an iTunes review. Uh, if you do, not only will the, will that help us with the podcast, but also give you a chance to be on the show, at least the name that you leave on that review, to be a hero yourself. We'll put you through the machine, and you too can be a hero. You can also just leave us a star rating on there. Big help. Follow us on Twitter, at BBR underscore podcast, to get all the latest news. All of Jade's illustrations that we've mentioned today are on there. Check them out. They are gorgeous, each and every last one of them. And last last but not least, in this new year, yeah. Lastly, just holler at your friends about us. If you think you know someone who might enjoy a good old-fashioned podcast about uh, creativity or superheroes or comics or, like, role-playing at all, just send them our way and we'll show them a darn good time. I promise. And with that... All is left to say is that you have been bitten by a radioactive back patathon. <laughs> and also, I, I'll add something. Uh, for this new year, just just be heroes to each other. Yeah, be good, man. Be on the good side of things. Don't be a dick. <laughs> you know who was a dick? Guy who killed Batman's parents. And I bet you got punched by a Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so don't be that guy. Don't be a dick. Anyway, you, as Josh mentioned, have been bitten by a radioactive backpack. I am Dean Pretty Damn Good McKnight. I'm Jade Super Talented Sarson. And I am Josh the Soul of Sidetrack Randall. (laughs) (sighs) Happy Uh, New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2018. We are in 2018. We'll see you some more in 2018 then. Jeez. (laughs) It's a new year, so what better than let's freshen things up a bit. Let's do some new credits. Um, Bitten by Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and Josh Randall. Uh, episode 27, The Retrospective, uh, has all been edited by me. Um, hope you've had a good new year. We were hoping to get this out on January 1st, but uh, reasons... But now we're going to be back on schedule every Monday. New episode of Bit by Radioactive Podcast. And then we will see you then. <laughs> <laughs>